What's going on, everybody? It's Tyler back with episode 10 of Lost Stop, Lost a Step podcast. My apologies on that one. I'm once again joined by CJ Barron. How's it going, man? Going good, going good. Let's get it. Yeah, episode 10, double digits. Who would have thought, huh? Who would have thought? Look at us here. Yeah, all that meme, Paul Rudd. He's <laughs> a good actor. He's funny. Yep. Anyway, um... Yeah, good to be back once again, uh, back on track. You know, last week we forgot, or we didn't forget, but CJ was, he was ill, so we couldn't do our Monday pod. It's all his fault, but he feels bad. I feel bad. I still feel bad trying to uh, win over your hearts once again. Yeah, so we'll attempt to do that with episode 10 of Lost of Set Podcast. So, before we get into things, uh, CJ, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, well... Um, we had a big weekend of hockey. Uh, it was ri- rivalry, rivalry week. Uh, we had Tech Tech uh, home on Friday. Uh, they uh, really, really took it to us. Uh, they beat us. They beat uh, Northern eight to four. Um, it was a very, very oh, high, high, very, very high scoring game. Kind of like a baseball, baseball score there. Uh, it was, it was a beat down. Uh, it was kind of this is kind of like an important uh, weekend of hockey for Northern because they could secure home ice. Uh, so they didn't secure it Friday, but uh, Tech and Ho- Tech and Northern do the home and home. It's called. So Tech came down on Friday, and then Northern went up there on Saturday and played. And they uh, Darian Craighead scored a goal with just over a minute left in the third uh, to put them up three to two, and that's what the final score ended up being. So. Um, Northern, Northern won that game three to two secured home ice and they play none other than Michigan tech. Uh, so Michigan tech comes back to, uh, Marquette for a three game series, best two to three, uh, to move on in the WCHA playoffs. So another huge weekend of hockey coming up. Um, and just kind of hung out, hung out with, uh, our buddies, Rosie and Justin, uh, had a few drinks, uh, chilled out and, uh, just had a good old uh, boys' night. It was a good time. Yeah, a couple things on the hockey thing. So, first of all, good good for them doing that because I'll be in attendance in Marquette next weekend or this coming weekend, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, for those games. So, thank you, Northern. Uh, I'll be able to go and party in Marquette for a couple nights. Um, also, you're saying the home and home. So, I was thinking about this because I, I saw that too uh, when it was like, this weekend and that's totally an advantage if you get the first home game because you know what I mean because you get the home game you play and then you travel like you don't have to travel twice is what I'm right saying. exactly yeah because because that because the, the team to host after like they have to drive there and then drive back that night yeah as to where I, northern I, just has to drive that. once yeah so oh, they, so they it does make, yeah they probably make sure where like they switch that each time they do it. You know what I mean? So like the first yeah. time is probably home uh, first. Earlier in the series, they did it where we hosted the Saturday game and Houghton had yeah. and Tech had the Friday game. So yes, that's yeah. what they do. That's weird how they do that in college hockey because I know like Michigan does that too. I mean, I'm sure everyone does that, but I just remember Michigan and uh, Michigan State doing that. Um, just with the team in close proximity. Yep. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, big weekend up at Northern. Um. How about you, T? Week- what, did, what did you do? <laughs> what did I do? Um, me, Doof, Marcus, and Ryan, we literally had two movie nights in a row. 
Really? Friday and Saturday night. We literally just didn't want to go out and spend money. So we just got drunk at my house and we watched movies. We watched The Matrix and Inglorious Bastards. So Ooh, yeah. two very good movies. I, I, I've only seen uh, Inglorious Bastards. That's a great Matrix, movie. But, yeah, but it's good. The Ma- I was so confused, bro. I, I don't know. The Matrix tripped you out a little bit? Yeah, I, I need to like rewatch it just fully and just look. Yeah, I there's two more too, which is just gonna be even crazier, probably. Um, oh boy, yeah, The Matrix, yeah, that was a wild movie. Uh, I still literally don't really, really know what happened, so <laughs> so that's what we did. We didn't really do anything, it was chill. So. Yep, the good weekend, yeah, but you're on screen break now, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, I'm just working and ma- making money up here. I gotta. Save up before I can go on crazy, uh, crazy spring break adventures. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have midterms this week, so that's fun. Uh, be back in the UP on Thursday, though. So we're heck killing. yeah, heck yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what we did this weekend. Um, all right, CJ. So now we're gonna get into kind of something we noticed. We call it the one big thing. We're- Sorry, Scott Ben Pelt. We're not going to call it the one big thing because that's your thing. We're not going to completely steal your idea. Yeah, we have to get a name though. We do. We do. We do have to find a name. We'll figure that out. We'll um, get it eventually. But yeah, so uh, how about you go ahead and start with that one? Um, I I'm gonna say uh, my big thing that I noticed is that I need to uh, change my career path to an NFL broadcaster. Uh, some kids they grow up. Uh, they say uh, they have, they're asked when they're second or third grade, what do you want to be when you grow up? They may say an astronaut, a, a, a doctor, or an NFL quarterback. But I think uh, I want to be an NFL broadcaster. Um, Tony Romo set to make $17 million per season for the next five years as the color guy for Jim Nance on the CBS broadcast. Now, that is a job that is highly coveted and one that I would pay money to do. So for Tony Roman to get paid $17 million, more than a lot of NFL players of the games that he's going to be commentating is outrageous, but just shows how much money uh, companies like that have more than like NFL and also because they don't have to pay as many people or whatever, I guess. Uh, but there's a lot of money in the broadcasting business. Yeah, I saw that, and holy shit, seventeen million dollars to to like talk about a football game. Like, yeah, like you said, you'd pay to do that. Damn near, I would too. Because, and the thing is, when I um kind of got out of this, is I don't think Romo even like he probably didn't even ask for that much. He doesn't seem like a guy. You know, he already has a he's a millionaire by a lot. You know, just for his playing days. I'm assuming they definitely just offered as much as they could so he wouldn't go to ESPN ESPN because that's a lot of money and I'm sure ESPN was like offering around fifteen so for the Monday night gig. Uh but yeah, that a lot of money for Tony Romo. Yeah, it's really, really good for him. He is he is doing okay at the life thing. And I mean, if you're him, why not like tell uh like Try try to get to get the most bang for your buck. I mean, he's a he's yeah, he a, might, he's a wanted man. Exactly. Like, just might as well. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, seventeen mil. I'm trying to think of another announcer. I know Stephen A. Smith. He's obviously another announcer, but like a personality at ESPN. I think he makes ten mil a year. 
But he does, uh, like, he has radio shows, oh, and he's everywhere. He's doing it every day, too, like, every weekday on Twitter, things like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Tony Romo's doing one game a week. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that, that is crazy, though. Uh, but that, you're seeing a lot of former players, like, getting into that, though, so. Yeah, I mean, and like, that's, that's, where, a lot, is, that's but... where a lot of the money is. Like, you understand why they go. And, like, some of them, like, it makes sense, like, why they retire, like, so early now. It's like, because they don't have to destroy their bodies to make millions of dollars if they're going to get paid, like, that much money to do that. Exactly. I, I do think, like, the quarterback is the best, like, option for a former player. You know what I mean? Because they, they know to read everything. Yeah, right. Um, so, I could see, like uh, – Andrew Andrew Luck would be someone I could see doing something like that. You know, like he's a smart guy. Um, He'd be a yeah, guy so, like I think would be like a doctor or a lawyer though. Like that that, that yeah, dude is that super too. well read and it could probably do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, because he went to Stanford. And yeah, shit, he's so. very 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 intelligent. Pretty smart out there. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So Tony Romo making big bucks. Good for him, I guess. I have nothing against him really. I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah, seventeen mil. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! How about you? What, you? what did what did you notice? All right, so before this pod, our I am basketball team, the Ooh, Ball Steelers, the How Ball Steelers. That? No, that's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't help it at all. Yeah, that's a really bad name. Yeah, I didn't have anything. Shout out Fink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a last second thing. We like, yeah, we're really bad at signing up for I am. Like for football, we did it like an hour before. Uh, we're not very organized. Um. Anyway, so playoffs playoffs tonight. I actually haven't really played because I work usually. Oh, working so man. One, yeah, one in the four regular one out of the four regular season games. And I came I came through for the playoffs, you know. So yeah, so we were the 17 seed. I don't know how many seeds they were. So I think it was right in the middle. It was probably like 30 some. Wow. Holy Playing smokes. the ninth seed. Um we got the dub. First we got the first dub. Uh, we won by like fifteen. So that was that was good. Got the momentum. Everything was looking good, even though we were all dead. <laughs> our, our team is not capable of playing two straight games uh, for multiple <laughs> reasons. Um, Sunday night, just not the thing. You know, it's just put us out of whack. We usually play on Monday nights. A lot oh, going against your body is your body. Your body is just whacked out. I, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it wasn't really. It wasn't fair. I'm not gonna say it wasn't fair, but you know, anyway, it wasn't fair. So we play like probably like the two or three seed. Oh boy, yeah, yeah that'll I, get you. People start walking in, and they're like, we all kind of recognize them from just at the sack, like, playing and stuff. <laughs> they're all pretty good. Like, <laughs> we, we kind of knew we were in trouble. Um, all of us were pretty much dead already. Our legs, no one had legs. Uh, so, going into the game, we knew we were going to lose. Um, so, we didn't think it was going to be this bad. Uh, so, they go, I think they started off, like, like a 14-0 run. Oh. Like, whatever, whatever. They got one point, it was, like, 20 to 4. Um, anyway, halftime comes, it's 40 to like 10, I think. So we're like, whatever, we, we really didn't care because we were just ready for this. So, uh, we forfeited at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Threw the, yeah, the towel and, uh, they respected it. We're like, dude, there's no point of us playing. Maybe you guys get hurt or something. We're just, <laughs> men, we're just yeah, men of the people. And, um, everyone got to go home a little early. Uh, it was good. It was good. It's like 10.30. Like, yeah, we should get out of here. Um, that is incredible. 
Yeah. Uh, just understanding so, that there's just no reason to be out yeah. there with those at all with those incredible athletes. Yeah, they were cool with it. They're like, yeah, they were funny. So we were funny. A um, bunch of good guys out in court. Uh, so the ball Steelers, uh, the season ends. I think we went three and three in total. So we did not go under 500. Let that be said. Um, we'll be back, though. We'll be back next year for sure. So that's that's awesome. It's you gotta regroup, uh, re refine refi- refine your skills. Uh, maybe be in a little bit better shape for next year. Hey. That was the big thing. That was the big thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It always gets you. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so that's that's our big things, I guess. Um, yeah, I am one. What a crazy thing. <laughs> so, uh. You got some NFL stories to talk about? Yeah, some yeah. Short little things. Just some random things uh, going going around the internet. Uh, we could maybe maybe call this like segment like th- things I saw on Twitter. Uh, just like things I saw on sports Twitter. Uh, so uh, I think last week I probably mentioned that I was at a Garth Brooks concert uh, down at Ford Field, uh, home home of the Super Bowl winless uh, Lions. Huh. Um, but also home to some really great uh, former athletes. Uh, so Garth Brooks uh, came out wearing a Barry Sanders Barry Sanders jersey, and wore it like the whole the whole night, because uh, he he loved Barry Sanders and like everyone knows how good of an awesome athlete Barry Sanders was. But people on Facebook apparently forgot who Barry Sanders was, um, <sighs> forgot that he wore the number twenty. So when Garth post a picture of him with a Barry Sanders jersey on it just says Sanders with uh number 20 <laughs> on it and this year happens to be 2020 yeah so people all, all uh, there was numerous people um somebody said should should have kept politics out of it dot 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 done um one person said hashtag disappointed uh one person said I will always love your music but you must have must have, you must have down a rabbit hole and swallowed a crazy pill. Disappointing. I sure hope Trisha keeps po- keeps politics off of her shows. If that's Bernie, sir, I just lost a lot of respect for you. Like these people didn't like forgot how like the guy who Barry Sanders was like one of like the best best football players ever. And you're, just like, yeah, you're, you're just like it has to be a Bernie Sanders jersey or shirt for for sure. Like people like, I, lost their mind and that's so dumb. No, I saw this and I like felt embarrassed for them. <laughs> one of those things, like you see it, and you you really do feel embarrassed for them. It, it, oh my god! It just just feels yucky. It does. And then uh, I saw Barry Sanders tweet like there there was like memes going around and stuff of him running for president and stuff. And yeah, there, right. There, they, they made a joke of it after. Oh yeah, like <laughs> there's a couple where <laughs> um, they put like Barry Sanders' face, uh, Bernie Sanders' face on Barry's. Uh, body like playing football and stuff <laughs> and it was very funny very funny that is po- awesome politics i just i love that don't care about politics so um that is of course that's that would happen though yeah it's super funny how like the 20 20 thing and he's number 20 um yeah i don't know how you don't understand that but i guess nope. a lot of the people probably just complaining people. are football fans i guess i'm hoping but, yeah they, they, they as probably were just random people that probably know who garth brooks is and listen to his music but they're all so big uh mega fans make america great again they're just like oh man this is this is, this is bs garth just yeah just funny 
Anyway, um, um n- another story uh, going around uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, home of the Vikings. Uh, they're going. They have to go through twenty-one million dollars of uh, of leaking uh, roof repairs and like the outer <laughs> outer wall repairs. Twenty-one million dollars in the next two seasons. And for so, those, yeah, that don't know, that's the Vikings Stadium, the same Vikings team where they had the dome that caved in. It needs roof repairs. They're pretty much one billion dollar stadium. <laughs> it needs roof repairs after only like four or five seasons. Is it that uh, many? Actually, no, it's it's eight. No, okay, so no, no it approved it in twenty twelve. It's it it it's been like only like five or six years, I believe. It, I it opened like... in twenty. It opened in twenty sixteen. So it's been four seasons. It's been like three or four seasons so far. And they already have a problem. So, and they already have leaking problems. So the place looks pretty sweet really from good. the outside. I bet it looks sweet, but yeah. it's a uh, pretty, pretty uh, crummy when you have to do that that uh, expensive of repairs already. Yeah, that's just ironic. The other dome collapsed, and yep, yeah. and they got a new one, and now this one is trash, just like their football team. So it's funny. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Um. So, want to talk about Brady and Edelman? Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, so they went to the Syracuse game, correct? Yep, Syracuse and North Carolina game. And then they were all like, they're on FaceTime with Mike Vabril or Ooh, yeah, Mike Vrabel. What do you Vrabel. think that means? Literally nothing, because they're probably friends. Oh, well, I mean, they are friends, but I did you see the reports though? Like, people are like, some of the experts or whatever are saying like came back like that was actually like a new report saying like he's like excited to enter free agency so yeah people are saying I, that yeah i really thought he was coming back for sure i mean he still might but like that that report's actually kind of big like there's a lot of reports that don't mean much but like yeah that how, the heck, how the heck did jeff darlington have that too yeah, like how, how how is he the one that has like that's in the know on tom brady's uh like what he's gonna do yeah so we also find out soon. I mean, when free agency is really soon now, isn't it? Like cause we talked about it last week. Yeah, I mean the month of March. Two uh, weeks ago, it, the month of March it heats up hot. Yeah, so I'm re- really excited to see. I could see a West Coast team like the Raiders or uh, Chargers, but we will have to see. If you went to why, the Tennessee, that'd why be kind not? Of dope. It would be, but like I don't know. I mean they 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 made it to the AFC Championship with Ryan Tannehill and. I mean, their defense is what's like their defense in their running game is what's like huge for them. So, dude, I mean, yes, they they would take Tom Brady probably over Ryan Tannehill, but are they gonna convince him to come to Nashville? Is he a country fan? Does like the does he like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there in Nashville? I think no, that that may be in Memphis. But he's like, gonna go there. He's gonna open his own bar. He's gonna open his own bar down there right on Nashville's main street, just buy a Blake Shelton bar down there. Be a good idea. He's going to go there because Taylor Lewan's there. He's the lineman for Michigan. Yeah, that's why. Oh, that's, that's the reason. Yeah. The okay. only reason. Yeah. You're, you're, you're definitely right with that one. Yeah. yeah. Good, 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 good call. Are there any other NFL stories or are we going to get into the combine? Yeah. I mean, the combine kind of just uh, trumps pretty much everything. Yeah, there's been some uh, pretty interesting uh, things. Um, the 
let's start with the punter who did a bench rep. Uh, the bench reps he had twenty five of them. That's actually incredible for a punter. Dude, dude is ready to lay out some people on uh, punt coverage. Like that is a lot of reps because I remember I think Clowney had like twenty one. Like they were doing some comparisons. I mean, it's not a huge deal. Honestly, I think benching's overrated. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you were you were never a big? Oh yeah, you weren't. No. Anyway, but uh, twenty five for the punter. It's great for the brand. Uh, Pat McAfee was probably all over that. Um, I think he went. He went from. He's from Arizona State, I believe. So good for that guy. I don't really know where punting. I mean, or uh, lifting weights for punting really comes. Into like, what does that do? Yeah, know. it doesn't uh, do a whole ton. I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you see anything uh, like stand out? Um. Uh, Henry Ruggs, uh, the Alabama, uh, Alabama running back at a four point two seven. Yeah, that's uh, insanely fast. Clock clocked at the forty. Um, and then, um, Javelin Gudry uh, from Utah had a four point two nine. Uh, so those guys are uh, speed demons right there for wide receivers. Um, so, I mean, he uh, he was a cornerback, actually, from Utah. Uh, but those guys, very quick times. Isaiah Simmons, I think uh, he shocked a lot of people. Yep. Uh, the linebacker out of Clemson, I think, right? Yep, he plays Clemson. everything. Yeah, so he, he he's like Clemson's everything guy. Um, so he ran a 4.39, which is insane insane so he is like people were freaking out about all his uh all his uh times and reps and everything that he had on in the combine so his stock is going to be right up there with top five draft picks so his name is going to be called early um do, do, you, do you think your lions might get him t or do you hope so or what? man this combine really changed a lot because um i was always on the jeff okuda train um Pair him up with Slay, resign Slay for a while. Um, I know there's a lot of rumors about Tua, things like that. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want a quarterback. We have a quarterback who's very good. Do you? Does he want to be in Detroit? I'm seeing reports, T. Uh, he, yeah, those are so stupid. If he leaves, it's not because he is requesting a trade. That's what you're sure. I am you're sure. I talked to him last night. Okay, because um, the new reports are saying it's by him. No, it's not. It, it is. It, yeah, that was sure the reports. Yeah. Um. No. Seems a Lions fan in denial. Anyway. Um. Oh, in denial. Yeah. Um. This Simmons guy looks pretty crazy. He can play linebacker, slot corner, uh, safety, really anywhere. Um. What I would like if they did take him, you could move. Jared Davis to like an edge position. Um, I think Jared Davis is like he's so athletic, but he's just not great at like the linebacker position. Because you know linebacker's like the captain of the you know what I mean? Yeah. So yep. there's just a lot of times where he would like overrun where he's going, things like that. Like he knew where to go, but just getting he'd get there, like he just wasn't it was weird. So like I could see him like an edge player more close to the line. Um, like a containment type player. So that'd be interesting. Uh but yeah, Simmons, I, I feel like he does fall into the Lions' like defensive scheme. Like he could play it with Patricia because he would know what to do with them. I would hope, you know, because he would want to. Hope, yes. So yeah, I would not be mad with Simmons. I want okay, so it's either Simmons or Akuda. Like those, are, I think those are your two. Or unless obviously if Chase Young falls somehow, which I've seen reports where the Redskins were looking at like other options, which would be the dumbest thing. But 
Redskins are kind of like the Lions and like to make stupid decisions. So who knows? But another um, like strategy could be trade that three pick back with the Dolphins, go to the five, right? So do that and then take if Akuda falls there, which I think he would. Um, Okuda or Simmons could still be there if you think about it. So let's say they traded the Dolphins. Dolphins take Tua. And then the Giants are looking at receivers. So you could trade back to the five and get another first round later in the draft for the Dolphins and essentially get the same player. How's that sound? That sounds like a great scenario for you there. It's like the perfect scenario, but who knows? That probably won't even get close to happening. So, yeah. Akuda or Simmons pretty much is what I'm looking at. So, uh, Akuda pretty... suffered uh, injury in his combine workout. <clears throat> yeah, but I think he came back and still like did his other things. Oh, okay, it did. It was just a slight yeah. one. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> one other thing I want to note really quick that you can talk about your Packers. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, man. You see his vertical jump? It made it really hard to understand how Patterson, Patterson overthrew him all the time. Yeah. 44 and a half yeah. inches. That's like yeah. an Olympic, like, is, is jumping even in the Olympics? I don't know. The high jump? Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. 40, like, that's two more inches than the next. Like, that's insane. Like, that he, is he killed, way up there. He did kill the combine, like, in everything. Um, I could see him, like, late. There's so many receivers, so it's tough for him this year. Um, I could see him moving up into, like, Second round or like early third with this like what he did because he ran a four four eight, which is like pretty solid, you know. Yeah. Um, Forty four. That that high jump, vertical jump is uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like that... jump, jump balls and stuff like that. So. Yep. Yeah, and then Shay saw some videos of him not doing well. Um, that's yeah. I don't know. How does he get knows. invited to the combine? I mean, I <laughs> guess he. I mean, he had high hopes that oh he he, he was at Ole Miss right. Yeah, he crazy. Before Michigan, I mean, yeah, he he was good there. Um, he, he had like not awful stats. Like okay, at, well, especially um, he I think yeah he he had over three thousand yards. Am I looking at this right? Oh, okay, then that's no, that's he, he just underperformed winning wise. Yeah, um, right. It just seemed like it wasn't anything special because he wasn't winning really. Yeah, yeah, three thousand yards, twenty three touchdowns, eight picks. Rating of one thirty nine. I mean, if you go to Michigan, that helps. Like, yeah, yeah, Michigan does. Yeah, it's just a big thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, those are some of the Michigan guys. Actually, like a lot of them. Not just saying this did pretty well. Like Cesar Ruiz, he's gonna be like a second rounder, first rounder, I think. The center, um, Josh Uke, is a linebacker. So they're they're gonna have a lot of picks. They had eleven invited. Michigan did. So it's a good amount, but. Makes you think, why can't they win games when you get eleven players? It does. It does make you wonder. It's really fun. Anyway, so about your Packers, who do you like like this combine? Um, I mean, I've seen some, I've seen some some uh, mock drafts where Justin Jefferson drops the Packers. I think they need to pick a receiver. I do. I, I mean. In the first, or they trade up, or to get a to get a wide receiver early, early in the second round. Um, that's what I'm seeing. Uh, it's either like Laviska Shanae, or Sh- Sh- yeah, probably right. Shanae, probably Shanae from from Colorado. Some some people have Justin Jefferson drop uh, dropping to the Packers, 
or they have uh, Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. Uh, he's like six foot two hundred. Um, he, 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 I mean, he ran, he ran like a like a high four four, I believe it was, or a four five. Um, so he'd be sounds like they may they could they could put him in the slot. Uh, they just need more weapons for Rodgers right now. Uh, it's going to be the end of his career, obviously. Uh, they got Devontae and then Alan, Alan Lazard. But after that, everyone <laughs> is everyone is like an unknown and you don't really you can't you, you couldn't really trust them yet at the end of the season. And you didn't know who was going to show up. So it's a it's paramount to get a wide receiver uh, to, to get a wide receiver in this draft. Um, but also we have Blake Martinez probably leaving. Uh, and he was the middle linebacker. Uh, he, was, he was the play caller on defense. A lot of tackles. Uh, a lot of tackles, a lot of them behind behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, a lot of people outside of the Packers thought he was pretty good because he got a lot of tackles, but a lot of them were behind the line of scrimmage. So that's when a lot of like, the Packers and analysts were like, eh, he can walk. He's set to make about $15 million, p- p- people are saying. That's like how the market is going uh, for, for uh, linebackers right now. Uh, so he can walk and hopefully we get a guy in the draft. And speaking of guys in the draft linebackers, uh, Patrick queen from LSU. Uh, he just became a starter this year. I would love to get him. Uh, he had a, he had a solid season for the, uh, LSU tigers. Uh, he had 85 tackles this season and a pick, a couple sacks here and there. Um, I would love to have him. Uh, he had he had eight tackles in the in the national championship game with a, with a half a sack. So I mean, shows up in big games. Six foot one, two twenty seven, ran a four five forty. I mean, that'd be good. That that that'd be awesome to have. I would love to have an, a, another young um, up and coming guy, and like any guy from the SEC that starts. I mean, it kind of gets you excited. I think. So, yeah, especially like Haha Glenn Dix. Um, oh yeah, you he was yucky. Anyway, um, yeah, your their Packers. It's interesting because we like we said there, there's a lot of receivers in this draft, so it makes you think like, I, I you know I think I feel like this kind of happens with a lot of NFL teams. Like they have their guy. So say like the Packers guy is Colorado man. Um, so let's say he gets drafted before. So if your guy's gone, I feel like you go for best available when like there's this many receivers, and then you wait a couple of rounds to get a receiver. So I could see like the Packers if whoever they really want isn't there unless they trade up, but I don't think they, they do. They have a lot of picks, you know. Like they have a decent amount of middle of the pack, like a fourth or fifth round. Okay. I think. Yeah. So I I think this I wouldn't be like too surprised if the Packers didn't pull the trigger on a receiver with that first pick. And just wait a little, because there's literally like third, like there's like at least top like twenty, not twenty. I'd say like fifteen really good like receivers. So I don't know. What would you want him to do? Like, do you want him to pick a receiver right away? Like, no I, I mean, what? I it depends. Yeah, right. Because it depends. It, it depends. Like, teams probably have these wide receivers like tiered. Like, they probably have tier one, tier two, or tier three. Yeah. Like tier one, it's probably going to be your Jerry Judy, your CD Lamb and your rugs. So, I mean, this sounds like they're the three top guys right now. And I guess Justin Jefferson would be fourth. I mean, it seems like Justin Jefferson, uh, the LaVisca Shanae from Colorado 
and then the Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. Uh, that kind of sounds like the next round along with like Rieger from TCU. So I think as long as guys in that range, like if they have, if they have like Shanae, uh, between Shanae, Jefferson, or Ayuk available at 30, I think they're taking one of those no matter what. And I don't really see any situation where any of those guys aren't. So I, I, I expect Packers to take a wide receiver in the first round, yes, which doesn't normally happen for them. But I think the situation calls for that, uh, definitely. Gotcha. And then yeah. maybe drafting, uh, then may, maybe trading up if they don't, if they don't think a linebacker like Patrick Queen is going to make it uh, to where they're going to draft in the second round, if they think that highly of him, which I'm pretty sure they met with him. So I mean, they cut. This sounds like they like him. I'm looking at some mocks. I think that Queen's going to go first round. Yeah, I mean they have a yeah probably. So, um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So the lot. I don't know. I I could see the Lions even drafting a receiver late just because of how many they are. So I, I would like that. I think they're going to go for a running back too, just because of the health of on Johnson. Yeah. It's right. just been tough. Like he's shown so much potential, but I don't even think he's had a full season yet. Um, It's just tough because they really haven't had a good running back. And this is like the one good bright side, like 100 yard rusher finally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could see them going with a running back in one of the middle rounds. But yeah, if that first pick, yeah, defense, it has to be on the defensive side of the ball. Don't draft a quarterback, please. Um, <laughs> like, just don't, man. <sighs> but yeah, that's Lions fans up. would revolt. Yeah, combine's done now, right? Yep, it, it was just this combine is, is officially done. Yeah, and and a lot of a lot of, uh, of um, uh, agents uh, were complaining about all the downtime that uh, the players had. And saying like between drills and stuff because um, and like the, the the drills and stuff weren't ending until like 11 p.m. Uh, so the the agents and stuff were upset that it was that it was ending that late. Uh, and lot, some people are saying that they think it's because that the NFL is planning on moving uh, the workouts and the combine to L.A. Uh, so things wouldn't end as late for the East Coast. Uh, so that they could start like earlier in the morning on the West coast and yeah. kind of like an afternoon thing. And I guess they think it wouldn't get done as late or something that they plan on moving it to LA is what uh, the people are saying. Dude, I saw like, it was weird because I did notice like drills were going on later than usual because I was seeing like tweets of like people doing really good at like 9 PM. Um, I've never like remembered it being that late. The combine ever. has to just suck for players. Just like, it's just like it, it's pretty much just oh it's it, it's just like, it's like a, they put like, on a, show for a, a beauty pageant yeah yeah it's 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 like the world's weirdest like job interview pretty much I, I'd rather probably just do the pro day like at your college you know what I mean? yeah yeah because you kind of you can do your own drills there and stuff like you know like but a lot of like players like just say no to certain drills especially like the lifting like a lot of them just don't do it right right you know right. what I mean. I mean, some can obviously because of injury, but yeah, it seems like the forty time and then the the fifty yard or <laughs> the forty time and then the bench uh, press are pretty much the big ones, and then like mm-hmm. the vertical probably. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the comp. That's in Indianapolis, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. We so still have time to like see, but yeah, but 
so that's kind of like the wrap of the combine, some of the NFL stories that were happening. Um, let's move into college basketball. I know we talked about this on the last pod, but CJ, it is March. It, it is, is about March. time. I'm so excited. Um, and speaking of it, uh, this weekend was insane. So, like, perfect timing. I know Saturday was February 29th. Thank you, Leap Day. Heck yeah. Uh, delayed March for a day. Stupid. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this weekend, five out of the top ten teams lost. <laughs> like, the, what the hell? Dude? The top rank, the top, top ten is not a safe place for any team to be. It's, and three, dude, all of them besides the state game were to not teams that weren't ranked, too. So, just craziness. Um. Those teams were Baylor, who we thought were unstoppable. They've lost two now, like pretty within like the last week, pretty much, because they lost to yep. Kansas. So Baylor lost at TCU. Florida State lost at Clemson. Duke loses at Virginia. These are all close games, too. They're all three, one, and two so far point games. Uh, State got the big dub at Maryland. That was a 12 point game. Huge. And then today, uh, Creighton. Loses to St. John's by twenty at St. John's, and they were ranked tenth. I think that's the second loss for Creighton um, this week. So they entered the top ten, then took two L's pretty quickly there. So it, nothing yeah. makes sense. It is just <laughs> the only <laughs> no. thing that is consistent in this uh, March Madness is that nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. I also uh, I apologize to Creighton. They only lost once oh, how dare you just disrespect yeah. them the Blue just, Jays. just that quickly like that i had to check it out because i'm like yeah maybe not but uh yeah you're right nothing makes goddamn sense this year um also some other ones colorado lost tonight first um see if there's any other upsets i think they're um I mean, Auburn, it's not an upset. They lost at Kentucky. Frauds. West, West Virginia lost. You probably said that one in Texas Tech. Did they? Oh, yeah. They... West Virginia and Texas Tech both lost on Saturday. Oh, okay, yeah. Texas beats – dude, Texas is making a case to make the tournament. They're 18 and 11 now. They've been pretty hot. There's a lot of bubble teams, dude. Like, I don't even know how it's going to go. <laughs> no. it. I, I, I love watching the bubble teams. That's, like – that's pretty uh, enjoyable to well, yeah, uh, see. Every one of those games matter for every other bubble. Yep. It's crazy. Because, like, let's say, yeah, Texas winning at Texas Tech really sucks for, like, any other bubble team. So, um, Penn State lost again. They've been sliding. They were ranked ninth last week. Um, they lost at Iowa. Ooh, yeah. What the uh, heck's going on with that? Just, I don't know. Seen Hall and Marquette play. Those are two really good players in Powell and uh, Howard. I think Howard had yeah he had 37 in his senior night, but they still got the L. Jeez. Yeah. Watch some of that game. Uh, Providence beat Villanova at Villanova. They were like 12th. Um, this weekend was actually insane. Now that I'm looking at these scores. Yep. There is, I mean, everything is a crapshoot. Uh, my Dark Horse team... Florida State, yeah, they they got bounced this weekend. They, yeah, they had, they they lost to Clemson by one. That was tough. Um, yeah, because didn't I think Clemson they scored at the last second? I believe. I, um, I think yeah, there was like uh, I think he I think he had a layup yeah, he got or a, like, something did he at steal the end. a ball or something, and they got like yeah, I think pretty sure. 
Yeah, because Florida State scored with under with under ten seconds left. They had a floater with eight point four, and then Clemson Clemson dude drives the length of the court, just drives in and makes a, a reverse layup for the win with one second remaining. Yes. Clemson that has some pretty sweet. big wins this year in the ACC, but they're fifteen and thirteen. Like, it, like they have some standout wins. Um, let me look at the. I know they have a couple. Well, they beat Duke. They beat Florida State. Obviously, North Carolina doesn't really matter now. Um, I guess they beat Louisville. Yeah, like Lenardi. they have like a bunch of big wins, but they're not going to make the tournament. Um, no, yeah, Lenardi do- doesn't have him and have them in so far. <laughs> I guess it, it, this was updated the twenty eighth. So I mean, I, I I I'm interested to see what how he has teams move move now. Not that it really matters at all, but just see what see, see what yeah, the guy Virginia has. Virginia really really likes the the stick to their brand of only giving up fifty points. They, they, fifty two fifty over Duke. Um, that's crazy to hold Duke to fifty points. I don't care what team you are. Yep that that high that yeah. high powered team so, they got. Yep. The, I think they're they're twenty one and seven low key. Like I thought their record was not that good. Um, how many have they? They won six in a row now. Seven actually. They are catching fire at a good time, and you do not want a no, hot Virginia team. You don't want you don't yeah. want to see them in March. Yeah, because they're not even ranked. Like they started top ten, but then they kind of fell off. Um. Yeah, that is scary, though. It is because I mean they they don't make mistakes. They will grind out wins. They don't care how ugly like it who is. Who wants to play that defense? <laughs> uh, this this Jay Huff from Virginia, he almost had a triple double of points, rebounds, and blocks. He was one rebound away from a triple double. Yes, he had uh, he had ten blocks. He had he had fifteen. 15 points, 9 rebounds, and 10 blocks. We saw that. I was like, wait. Like, come on. Yeah, get no, one more like rebound thing, for, like, but... one of the sweetest. And he only played 29 minutes. I mean, Pretty he good. still, like, could have played, like, could have played, like, 2019 uh, more game, more. Not, not but, but I guess about 11 more <laughs> minutes. But, yeah. So I like I like what they are yeah, doing so there. So, you can look at our teams. Michigan had a really tough week. Um like I said in the last pod, they had the last four games. I was hoping they would go two and two at least. Um, they're gonna make the tournament regardless. I, I I'm assuming. Um, yeah. yeah, they took an L against Wisconsin at home, which is a really big killer. Um, then they went to Ohio State today and also lost. Uh, yeah, I don't. They're really hot going in these games, and I don't know, the Michigan the game today was ugly. Uh, Ohio State went on a huge run um, towards the end of the game. I was watch. I watched that game. They had two bank shot threes at the end of the shot clock in like really key moments. It was both the Weston brothers. Um, so that really sucked. Uh, the Wisconsin game, yeah, I don't know. They just didn't have it, I guess. So they're now 18 and 11. They're definitely not going to be ranked after this week, but that's just how the Big Ten is. Like, you get ranked a week, then you're out. So, <laughs> yep, they don't no. pick favorites, so, really. So Michigan has Nebraska and at Maryland, I believe, to end the year. So I guess they could still go two and two, but it'll be tough at Maryland for sure. Um, then they got the Big Ten tournament. So how about State? State got the yeah. big win. Ooh, State did. State made me very happy for once the season. They went into Maryland. 
they were hot from the get-go. Uh, they came to play that game. Uh, the leap day helped them out a lot. I, 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 I wonder what the record is on leap days. Uh, for whatever reason, they decided to play super well. Uh, Cash was on fire for three. He went five for six from, from threes. Uh, and he had 20 points and six assists. Uh, Rocket Watts also had a great game. Um, they didn't get pretty much any help from their bench besides Kyle Irons. Um, a lot of their starters played a lot of the game. Uh, hopefully that's, they're not going to get like tired out towards, towards the end of the season if they keep having to play like this, but Winston played 37 minutes. Tillman and Henry both played 34. Rocket Watts had 31. And then Malik Hall uh, played 22. He got the start this game. Uh, he had 16. He had 16 points in 22 minutes. That's pretty dang efficient, Freshman I would hit. say there. Uh, yeah. Yep, him and Rocket Watts are both freshmen. So, I mean, it's in good hands there. Uh, Aaron Henry only had nine points, uh, but he didn't take a ton of shots. I guess he had eight. He went three for eight. But they played tough. Uh, they held on at the end. They had an 11-point lead at half, thanks to a Cassius Winston uh, shot from behind the, from behind the, the uh, half-court line. He chucked up a 55-footer and uh, just drained it. Uh, to put to, to give him three more points and put him up by eleven at half, uh, so that was that was pretty. Wait, what's that? Chris, did somebody talk about that? I saw I saw oh, a yeah, tweet. It was like a state guy. He said something like, "If I want anyone to take a fifty foot three pointer, it's Castus Winston." Um, and then a Michigan fan uh, tweeted the video when they lost to Syracuse a couple of years ago, when Syracuse was like an eleven seed and state was a two or three, and like. He, he attempted is... like a half court buzzy beater and he missed it. So that was super funny. Carry on. <laughs> that was just that just I was hoping you were gonna me. bring up the shot. Yeah. So Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, so if they keep I mean, but again, like uh, they didn't really have any terrible spurts necessarily. They outscored Maryland in both quarters. Um they kind of let him back in towards the end. Um but they held on. I mean, you can't keep a Maryland team down for very long. It was their first loss at home uh, all season. I'm pretty sure I really? saw that. Um, so if that if, if if that's true, uh, then that's incredible. Yeah, it was there. This is investigating here. Going. At yeah, they they lost at, at yeah, Penn right. State at Seton Hall at Iowa. At Ohio State, yes. So that was their first loss at home, right there. State gave them their first loss. So State's got to keep kicking it in. I'm going to be cheering for Michigan hmm. uh, at the end of the season when Maryland plays. Uh, when Maryland plays State, uh, plays uh, Michigan, just to kind of be, be cool to win the Big Ten. But I would much rather them win the Big Ten tournament because State. It's been a while since they've done that. And to win that, to get the automatic bid, obviously, but also like solidify them as like the top team in the Big Ten, uh, would make me a very happy camper. So I'm liking what State's doing right now, and I would, I really want them to keep it going with, uh, with Penn State coming up this week. Yeah. So I, this just popped in my head when you said the outright Big Ten championship. For some reason, I thought of this Duke. I saw a tweet. They have not won an outright ACC championship in 14 years. Did you know that? Wow. Like, that's insane. The, no. Like, they, I guess they shared one 
but like it was a while it was like with like a while ago still so like i just never even just like thought about i mean i guess north carolina and right i mean they're north always carolina there and virginia have been putting them or maybe like i don't know like anyway that was a weird yeah, yeah that, that's um, bonkers anyway so yeah i don't i'm pretty sure michigan has no chance in winning the outright at this point unless a I feel like a lot. Of, no, they can't after losing these two games. So, but isn't it? Uh, you said state, Illinois, and Wisconsin are all tied. Yeah, uh, down down one game to Maryland right now. So the end is going to be crazy, pretty important, and pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of wild because <laughs> how the NCAA does it, where like the winner of the tournament gets the automatic bid because. It's kind of like what we do in fantasy football. The to win the outright championship, like for the season, is a lot harder, I think, than the tournament. I would because you have to survive it. You have to survive injuries. You have, yeah, you like have to the tournament, win the games and hot. stuff. I mean, that's pretty. It is both right, hard to do, is. but because that's a lot of games that. But to be like consistent over the whole season and like to still win, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter for like the big conferences, and because like if you win the Big Ten, you're in the tournament, obviously regardless of right. the tournament but like uh, like a small conference like you could win the whole tournament and then have one bad game and then not not make the automatic bid um, exactly I, I like it though like how the tournament is though like to get in, yeah the tournament's fun. way more fun like i don't really care but yep you see just some random team who wasn't very good during like the, the like the regular season like they're kind of like a middle of the road and then they just Wit, they just go all the way and just win like the the Midwest Valley Conference yeah, or something like that. You always see like those records are like like sixteen and fourteen or like you know I mean like just five hundred teams in the tournament. Yep, you love to see lose it lose by eighty. But um, yeah. So March Madness, man, it's almost here. Earlier for the last pod, we are going to be doing the bracket challenge. Uh, still don't have a lot of details. Might look at that tomorrow. Actually, probably set that up. Um. Selection Sunday is two, sun, two, two weeks oh, away. God, I'm so excited. I love all the Big Ten championships, the last game, too. It always it's is. Awesome. I love it. Right, leading up, right. it's way more fun when your team's in it, like Michigan has been. Um, actually, it wasn't State. State, who won it last year? I don't even know. I think State may have lost in it. Because uh, I know Michigan won, like, two in a row. Um, let's see. I'm going to look up the, the stats. Because Michigan got really hot those couple of years and won it. Um, let's see. Yeah, but it, I do like how it's always the last game. Yeah, I don't know how they got Mason, that set up. Makes it just feel the most important. They won it last year. Oh wow! All right, sweet. Because they beat Michigan that. by five. What a terrible sports. Yeah, because Michigan won the two before that one. So State won six two thousand sixteen. Michigan won two, then State won the one after that. All right, so you were wow. really, really right. With <laughs> yeah, said that, just, they haven't won it in just, a while. Just crapping on uh, my my boys. Yeah, just seems like I've seen Michigan in, in it way more than State, but it's been the same in the last four years. All right, cool, yeah. sounds good. So, yeah, Michigan State. Some more fun facts: has six all time. Michigan only has two. I did not know that they. Oh, they have asterisk, which probably means. That they were oh, yeah. the Fab. No, fab. actually, it was 1998. So, nice one. That one was vacated. I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> 1998. What? Yeah. This this did just start recently. That was the first one ever. 1998. 
Oh, I don't know what hmm. they were doing before that, but yeah, maybe the maybe, maybe just the whole setup changed. Yeah, some crazy stuff, but uh, yeah. So that was that kind of wraps up the college basketball talk. Um, a lot of crazy things happening. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to see the bubble teams, especially like this week is huge for bubble teams because I'm assuming like almost every team has probably two left in the tournament. Um, besides the small conferences, because their tournaments are starting soon. Correct. Conference games, yeah, they're starting tomorrow, I believe. Some of the small conference tournaments. Yeah, that's fun. That is fun. Um, yes, March is back. March is back. So March is coming. That wraps up our college basketball recap for over the weekend. Uh, Let's move into the XFL. CJ. Oh boy. The Vipers get on the board, baby. Huge dub against your defenders of DC. Um, Not thrilled. Unreal performance, actually. They finally put it all together. Could not be more proud of my Vipers. Uh, twenty-five nothing was it? Yeah, it was something. Twenty-five nothing. Unreal performance, actually. I I watched like the first quarter of it before I had to go for IMs. Um, yeah, it's great to see finally. Cardell Jones just forgot to play. Uh, forgot how to play football. Yeah, the last uh, two. Um, and he he has single handedly shot the team in the butt. He went nine for nine for twenty two with a forty one percent passer passer rating. I mean, pa- uh, completion rating, seventy two yards, and he threw a pick for a thirty point nine passer rating. That's embarrassing. That's called. Bad. Yeah, wouldn't want that on my team. That's oh for sure. my gosh, what a terrible, terrible. Alley. Both on the road. That's why. Um, but yeah. So Tampa, one and three, just right back in it. Um, just want to get over the hump. Uh, there's two other teams there. Uh, L.A. The stupid Wildcat name, and Seattle Dragons are both one and three as well. Um, and Houston is at four and zero, oh, which is pretty good, I would say. And then uh, St. Louis, the surprise team, is three and one, and they're probably my favorite team. And it's really sad that I didn't pick them in my bracket or my pool because they're definitely the most like exciting and funny team. Really? Yeah. Well, because they play in that dome, and it's electric in there. Like, have you seen videos of that dome? <laughs> like, no. They fill the whole lower bowl, like literally the whole lower bowl. Um. St. Louis loves them. Uh, it looks actually fun. Like the game, like I watched the Viper game today. There was like no one there. Um, yeah, it was like everyone's having a great time. They celebrated in the locker rooms by drinking a bunch of beer and stuff. Oh, that that's their team with with like the Celtics yep. or something. Yep. Hey, they're definitely the most fun team. Uh, three and one. I think they actually had the worst odds in Vegas, if I remember co- correctly. Um, just proven all wrong. So good for you guys, Battlehawks. That's a badass name too. So, that is also very, very true. They have it all. They have it all. Uh, but yeah, so DC's at two and two now after the really, really hot start, CJ. Yeah, so they went two and oh when they started the season out at both games at home. Uh, they went away. Uh, they're still trying to get adjusted to playing after they, after they stayed in a hotel probably the night before. Uh, so they get they they they're used to their wife's cooking and used to their own beds, but uh, they gotta they, they gotta get learning real quick uh, how it uh, 
how it is in the XFL, man. They got to do some more winning here, or else uh, there's going to be some words exchanged. But I'll make sure to tag everyone on the team in this on Twitter. Thank you. So I, I do appreciate that. Can hear what you just had to tell them. So thank you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that kind of wraps up the XFL. Did you watch any this weekend? No, I did not. Yeah. I mean. I just knew about the game tonight because of our teams in it, so that's the only game I watch. But yeah, I wonder how the viewers are going now. I mean, it can't be like that crazy. I feel like. I mean, yeah, but like I think I think it can't be like terrible though. I mean, people are probably still watching it for sure. And like we said before in earlier pods, Vince McMahon has put money for th- at least three years down. So I do like that commitment. Like, yeah, get, that's what you need though. You need time to build like fan bases and stuff like that. So. I think it'll work, like we said before, and uh, probably some expansions in the future, team-wise. Um, yeah, so that kind of wraps yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it says it's dropping. Uh, week three of the Upstart League saw an average of 1.61 million viewers for four games. That's down from about 2.1 for week two, and it was 3.1 in week one. They're losing a so million a week. <laughs> they are losing a yeah, it's a yeah, it's about yeah, about a million, then a, then a half a million they lost. So I mean, kind of falling off a little bit. Um, I think their problem is probably the bad quarterback play. Um, if they got some bigger names, maybe may, maybe they'll see. Maybe they'll get some more investors come around where they get more money. Uh, but they need more money to get uh, better QBs. That's that seems to be their issue right now. Their Twitter is funny. They do. Make, their Twitter is very good. I do good, like the memes from it. They do make very good tweets. So they are something there. They are. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to mention one thing that I just saw while watching Sports Center in the background. Did you see the video of Mike or yeah Mike Trout at Top Golf? Just destroy, just destroy Dude, a golf he ball. Hit a golf ball and like it's just gone. Like he hit it so like over the net and like just a laser. It was unreal. where do those balls go? Like do they like they do they destroy houses? No, dude. There's like a big net. But you said it went over the net. Yeah, he's just crazy. That doesn't usually right. Happen. So like it just, it just like I saw like I saw uh, when I went down to Detroit, I saw my first like Top Golf like facility. And if you're saying like if he hit if he hit over over the net like that's like shattering like some house and sub suburb. Well, yeah, they assume no one's gonna do that. Just that there's like a nobody's Mike Trout here. Yeah, it, it was like unreal how far. I mean, I'm sure like top golfs are designed so they don't have houses, right? Yeah, there. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's incredible. Just, just put it into orbit, obliterated it. Yeah, shout out Mike Trout. Hope he somehow gets a ring. Probably will never if he stays with LA. Yeah. Really a waste of talent. So, anyway. So, want to get into the thing you came up with? Yeah. Uh, So, we always want to end end the show with, like, something funny. uh, Something to make you think a little bit, too. Uh, So, I saw this on a few on a podcast. I, I I think before I don't. I'm not as smart to come up come up with something like this myself. But it is uh, you kind of kind of build your your best fast food platter, pretty much. So on this platter, it comes down to your best. We're gonna go your best sandwich that you get from a fast yeah. food place. So like. 
burger, chicken sandwich, fish fillet, whatever. So your best main, your best like main course, and then your favorite side dish, your favorite drink, and your favorite dessert from any like fast food chain that uh, is like that's well known or that's your favorite. So like it can be like uh, obviously like a, a McDonald's like McDouble. You get like Wendy's fries or like a McDonald's Coke and like a dessert too. So we're going to like break it down and go by our favorite one of each. We're going to build our own meal and just kind of uh, see what the people think, like uh, how good our meal would be. Yeah. Uh, Creative topic that you didn't create. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um... I remembered it. (laughs) <laughs> you did that, that's that's very that's the main weird. thing yeah so you want to start i guess with the yeah uh how do you want to do this you want to go over, like our main main dish first or just build build our best and then we'll like uh I'll say just... years after yeah just say your whole thing all right all right so i am going to go with oof, let's see here so I was kind of contemplating a few of these here. I'm going to go, hmm. So how much, how bad do I want to go here? I'm going to allow places to be, if as long as it's in more than one location, I'm going to be okay with it uh, being acceptable for like a fast food type thing. Okay. Because I have to go with Clyde, with a Clyde's burger. Wow. I got you. Um, their burger is incredible. I've had their big C. It's like a pound, probably more than that, of just three three uh, three patties, just a thick burger. I call it the big C for a reason. So I'd probably go with the big C uh, for my burger there from Clyde's. Uh, you can find it in Mastique and Saint Ignis. Mm-hmm. Incredible to go. Um, just love it there. And then uh, side dish, I am going, to, <coughs> I'm <coughs> going to go with Arby's curly fries. Um, I, <coughs> I just had Arby's curly fries uh, just the last week, and I remember and uh, miss Arby's because there's no Arby's in Marquette or Escanaba anymore. Really? Oh, anyway, Escanaba. Yeah, I don't think there's one up here no there's not yeah so i haven't had one in a while but i do love curly fries and i love arby's curly fries uh so i'm gonna go with that for my side dish there um drink i loved it at mcdonald's when they had the high c uh because i'm not a huge pop drinker uh i loved their high c there i think they had either like the fruit punch or the orange kind um, sometimes when I was feeling like, uh, frisky, I, I mix that with, uh, their blue power ring they have. Oh, shit. Some fruity, some fruity a drink that was, uh, pretty sugary, but, uh, tasted good, tasted good to me. Um, uh, made me feel all good inside. So I, I liked that. Uh, that, that's a classic for me. And then dessert. Who dessert here? Well, I guess it's not really Um, I am going to go with a Culver's concrete mixer, and that's fast I'm, food. It's fast food. I I was thinking uh, Hudson's for a minute, but I'm like, no, oh. that's, that's that's sit down. But yeah, I'm going to go with Culver's concrete mixer. I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to do 
Oreos and Heath. Oreos and Heath uh, concrete mixer. That is, oh my gosh, I am so hungry for that all right now. That sounds delightful. <laughs> so yeah, so that that is my uh, ultimate fast food dish right there, uh, platter. Nice. That was, that was pretty good. I'm proud Thank of you. Thank you. All right, so I guess I'll go now that we can discuss both of ours. I mean, discuss it, I guess, yeah. Um, So I'm going to start off with a burger as well. Uh, I've only had this a couple times. Um, I thought, okay, this is what I was – okay, I'll say it. So Five Guys Burger, right? Okay, yeah. Just like their regular burger. I don't oh, know they are good. They are good. However, I think they're extremely overpriced, and that's why – They are very, very overpriced. Like, it's good, but, like, not for what they charge. And like, well, right, exactly. They, like, don't do meals, really. Like, they do, but, like, it's weird. I don't know. Because I went there – Mo Pleasant got one, and they, like, opened – um, I went the day they opened, it was packed, and I like haven't been there since oh, just because I'm no. broke in college, so that's a little disappointing. Uh, but yeah, I, I do say it was either that burger or um, a Culver's burger, like the butter. Oh, burger. you do like the Culver's butter burger, yeah, okay. those are good as hell. So, yeah, okay, so I'll go gas burger, the burger, and okay, so my side dish, I really don't know if you've had this before because I've never heard of this place before I came Ooh. here. I guess they're big in Illinois. Um, Rally's fries. I've heard of Rally's fries. Never, oh, ever, my. never ever saw one. God, dude, they like, yeah, I never even heard of a Rally's. Uh, have one here on Mission Street in Mount Pleasant. Holy shit, dude! The fries and people that like have had them here, they know. Unbelievable! Like it used to be Wendy's fries for me. Rally's. Oh my, is that's crazy, up, hey? You, you, I'll bring some up this weekend. Oh heck yeah, 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 yeah! Do that just for you. Um, Perfect. Oh no, yeah, they're they're amazing. So what? What? What are they like? Seasoned like fries? Yeah, I don't even, they're seasoned. Yeah, they're like. Dude, I can't even. I, like the look just doesn't compare to anything. They like, look up different. Here. They're like, yeah. Um, I search rallies and fries pops up right away. I guess I can probably just search rally. Yeah, fries. they're very seasoned. Um, they're just unreal. Famous seasoned fries. Oh, they do look good. They're, they're unreal. So, those take the fry crown for me. Wow. Um, so, now we go to the drink. Uh, I'm an OG guy. Just McDonald's Coke. They have the best Coca-Cola out there. Yeah. It's a pretty. It, it's a classic. And yeah. It's, it, it's just well known. Yeah. I just like regular Coke anyway. McDonald's Coca-Cola is definitely the pop of my choice. Can't go wrong with that. And then we'll go into dessert. Same with McDonald's. Oreo McFlurry. Amazing. Uh, Oreo McFlurry, yeah. Yeah. That or like any McFlurry. Reese's Pieces, whatever you want to do. McFlurries are the shit. I almost changed the uh, Culver's when you said that because those are amazing too. Um, had, to, had to stick with my gut though. So I do Oreo love McFlurry. the concrete mixer. Yep. Both, both of those, both those meals I would be uh, more than happy to uh, chow down and exactly. get, get going on those. No Taco Bell mention, which is okay. No, see, I I had Taco Bell just recently. I don't think I like any. I I would not go out of my way to get Taco Bell. Uh, like anything on their menu, really. Like their nacho fries are good. I do like those, yes. but like I would not go out of my way to get anything from there. No, that's the thing. Like, and also we were making like a, um, like a whole, uh meal 
you can't really like get a Taco Bell thing and then like get fries with it. You know what I mean? Like right, exactly. Get, like, just... Mexican, and there's not really fast food for Mexican. Besides, no, food, there's right? not because so... you kind of have to like put a put a lot of stuff into it. Exactly. So sorry, Taco. Bell. I do like Taco Bell, especially when I'm drunk. Um, it's very clutch. But J- Jimmy John's well, walking back from the Marquette bars is what is what is what's the move out here? Jimmy John's subs. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, fills you up, soaks up all the, all the, all the alcohols. Surprised there's no Wendy mention. Wendy's mentioned because I love Wendy's. I so. do like Wendy's too. I do. I mean, like it was their fries are a close second to my Arby's yeah. cur- curly fries choice. And like their burgers and their four for four, like those those don't make you feel yucky, and like they're good too. Four for four is really clutch. Too. I do like their four for four for fours. Taco Bell really screwed up because they had a five dollar box with the cheesy gordita crunch, and that was heaven. And that was just not a thing. Um, very upset about that. That's been a while though. Now, um, they just changed like the box of random stuff now. Hey, yeah, it's stupid shit that doesn't taste good. So, I, I, um, mean, I, I, I do like the curly. They're they're nacho fries. They're doing something right there. I do enjoy that a lot. I don't. I don't dig them. I don't know. You don't dig them? Okay. No. They used to have like roll up things, like. Rolls, oh of, like, yeah, chicken in it and stuff, and like I don't know, those are good as hell. But you got like cheese with it, but like those aren't a thing either. So I don't know, I don't know what they're thinking. Hmm. A few special stuff like that. Yep. Um. But yeah, so that's those are our meals. Pretty damn good meals, I'd say. Yeah, makes me hungry now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that kind of wraps up the pod, hey CJ. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um. Yeah, we went over some basic stuff. Uh, we'll have a guest on next uh, next week or the next pod. Uh, he's not to be named at the moment. Talking a lot of basketball. It's looking like so. Probably more NBA than college because we've been talk. We've been hammering the college basketball down. Um. Past yeah. There's pods. and there's plenty of NBA news out there to get there to. There is. There is playoffs are coming up. Um. You see Zion tonight again with LeBron. Zion and yep, Zion had his career had a career high tonight. Uh, LeBron has triple doubles, so we'll talk about that. Get into uh, how awesome Zion is for the league and <laughs> how much not of a bust he is, which is awesome. I hope he gets the eight eight seed, so him and LeBron go at it for seven, uh, seven like four games. <laughs> yeah, like four games, right? Maybe maybe they'll take one at home. Who knows? Maybe yeah, probably not. But, they are um, good though. Yeah, they're all right. They'll be they'll be very good with Zion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that wraps up the pod. Like we said, uh, thank you guys for listening once again. Yeah, we made it to episode ten, uh, double digits. So that's huge. It's a huge uh, milestone for the it pod. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. So follow the Twitter, please. Uh, we'll be tweeting out the details to our March Madness challenge pretty shortly here. So make sure you're on alert for that. Um, that'll be a great time. Uh, keep the tradition going, right, CJ? Yep, since sixth grade, baby. Yeah, Got to keep it going. So, yeah, once again, thank you guys for listening. Got anything else, CJ? Have a good one, folks, and we will see you Thursday. Yes, sir.